You're listening to the Out Loud Bible Project podcast with Mike Dominey. Out Loud Bible Project is on a mission to read the entire Bible out loud in a conversational and approachable way, so you can recognize your part in this conversation between you and God. Hey, Mike here with the Out Loud Bible Project Podcast. I hope this has been encouraging to you. Hoping you're hearing some things for the first time or maybe some things you've heard for a long time in a new way. That's what we're doing here and and ultimately with the goal of experiencing Jesus and the Bible in a new and refreshing way. We've been in the book of Acts and in this time, in the first few chapters, we've seen this new church, this body of believers, the bride of Christ, grow and grow fast. I mean, we're talking people, thousands of people being added every day, right? And so just like in a new marriage, things can go great at first, right? Even just last episode, at the end of that chapter, chapter four, we saw the church getting together. These believers were selling their homes, selling their land, selling their possessions, and pooling their resources and allowing everyone, all the believers, to be able to have what they need. And no one went with any need because everyone was taking care of each other. It's a great moment. Um, We're going to pick up the story, though, now, because... Things can go great at first like that, but eventually when you do life together, it means people are going to start bumping into each other and issues are going to come up and somebody in this new marriage needs to say, hey, we need to talk. So let's talk about some of these issues and see how they're handled here in Acts chapter 5 and 6. But a certain man named Ananias with Sapphira, his wife, sold a possession and kept back part of the price, his wife also being aware of it, and then brought a certain part and laid it at the apostles' feet. But Peter said, Ananias, why has Satan filled your heart to lie to the Holy Spirit and keep back part of the price of the land? While you kept it, didn't it remain your own? After it was sold, wasn't it in your power? How is it that you have conceived this thing in your heart? You haven't lied to men. But to God, Ananias, hearing these words, fell down and died. Great fear came on all who heard these things. The young men arose and wrapped him up, and they carried him out and buried him. About three hours later, his wife, not knowing what had happened, came in. Peter answered her, Tell me whether you sold the land for so much. She said, Yes, for for so much. But Peter asked her, How is it that you've agreed together to tempt the Spirit of the Lord? Behold, the feet of those who have buried your husband are at the door, and they will carry you out. She fell down immediately at his feet and died. The young men came in and found her dead, and they carried her out and buried her by her husband. Great fear came on the whole assembly and on all who heard these things. By the hands of the apostles, many signs and wonders were done among the people. They were all with one accord in Solomon's porch. None of the rest dared to join them. However, the people honored them. More believers were added to the Lord, multitudes of both men and women. They even carried out the sick into the streets and laid them on cots and mattresses, so that as Peter came by, 
at the least, his shadow might overshadow some of them. The multitude also came together from the cities around Jerusalem, bringing sick people and those who were tormented by unclean spirits, and they were all healed. But the high priest rose up, and those who were with him, which is the sect of the Sadducees, and they were filled with jealousy and laid hands on the apostles, then put them in public custody. But an angel of the Lord opened the prison doors by night and brought them out and said, Go. Stand and speak in the temple to the people all the words of this life. When they heard this, they entered into the temple about daybreak and taught. But the high priest came and those who were with him and called the council together and all the senate of the children of Israel and sent to the prison to have them brought. But the officers who came didn't find them in prison. They returned and reported, "Uh, We found the prison shut and locked and the guards standing before the doors, but... When we opened them, we found no one inside. Now, when the high priest, the captain of the temple, and the chief priests heard these words, they were very perplexed about them and and what might become of this. One came and told them, Behold, the men whom you put in prison are in the temple, standing and teaching the people. Then the captain went with the officers and brought them without violence, for they were afraid that the people might stone them. When they had brought them, they set them before the council. The high priest questioned them, saying, Didn't we strictly command you to not teach in this name? Behold, you have filled Jerusalem with your teaching and intend to bring this man's blood on us. But Peter and the apostles answered, We must obey God rather than men. The God of our fathers raised up Jesus, whom you killed, hanging him on a tree. God exalted him with his right hand to be a prince and a savior, to give repentance to Israel and remission of sins. We are his witnesses of these things, and so also is the Holy Spirit, whom God has given to those who obey him. But they, when they heard this, were cut to the heart and were determined to kill them. But one stood up in the council, a Pharisee named Gamaliel, a teacher of the law, honored by all the people, and commanded to put the apostles out for a little while. He said to them, You men of Israel, be careful concerning these men, what you're about to do. For before these days, Theudas rose up, making himself out to be somebody, to whom a number of men, about four hundred, joined themselves. He was slain, and all, as many as obeyed him, were dispersed and came to nothing. After this man, Judas of Galilee rose up in the days of the enrollment and drew away some people after him. He also perished, and all, as many as obeyed him, were scattered abroad. Now, I tell you, withdraw from these men, and leave them alone. For if this counsel or this work is of men, it will be overthrown. But if it is of God... You will not be able to overthrow it, and you would be found even to be fighting against God. They agreed with him. Summoning the apostles, they beat them and commanded them not to speak in the name of Jesus, and let them go. They therefore departed from the presence of the council, rejoicing that they were counted worthy to suffer dishonor for Jesus' name. Every day, in the temple and at home, they never stopped teaching and preaching Jesus, the Christ. 
Now, in those days when the number of the disciples was multiplying, a complaint arose from the Hellenists against the Hebrews because their widows were neglected in the daily service. The twelve summoned the multitude of disciples and said, It's not appropriate for us to forsake the word of God and serve tables. Therefore, select from among you, brothers, seven men of good report, full of the Holy Spirit and of wisdom, whom we may appoint over this business. But we will continue steadfastly in prayer and the ministry of the word. These words pleased the whole multitude. They chose Stephen, a man full of faith and of the Holy Spirit, Philip, Prochorus, Nicanor, Timon, Parmenas, and Nicholas, a proselyte of Antioch, whom they set before the apostles. When they had prayed, they laid their hands on them. The word of God increased, and the number of the disciples greatly multiplied in Jerusalem. A great company of the priests were obedient to the faith. Stephen, full of faith and power, performed great wonders and signs among the people. But some of those who were of the synagogue called the Libertines, and of the Cyrenians, of the Alexandrians, and those of Sicilia and Asia, arose, disputing with Stephen. They weren't able to withstand the wisdom and the spirit by which he spoke. Then they secretly induced men to say, oh, We've heard him speak blasphemous words against Moses and God. They stirred up the people, the elders, and the scribes, and came against him and seized him, then brought him into the council and set up false witnesses who said, Oh, this man never stops speaking blasphemous words against this holy place and the law. For we've heard him say that this Jesus of Nazareth will destroy this place and will change the customs which Moses delivered to us. All who sat in the council, fastening their eyes on him, saw his face like it was the face of an angel. Stealing, lying, outside opposition, dropped responsibilities, false accusations. These are just some of the issues the early church had to deal with. Church is messy. It's made up of 100% imperfect people in and around a messy culture that we're supposed to simultaneously not resemble, but fully love those in it. And we don't get it right all the time. I suppose the best we can do is try to live like those first servants of the church, of good report, full of the Holy Spirit, and wise. When people see you, does it look like they're seeing Jesus? That's the Thinking Out Loud thought for today. You've been listening to the Out Loud Bible Project podcast with Mike Dominey. When you become a patron of Out Loud Bible Project, you help make the Bible accessible for people who desperately need to know they have a role in this conversation with God. To learn more, visit outloudbible.com and click support this project. Thanks for listening.